0: Welcome in to a special Thursday edition of Friends From Work, a podcast about all things in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It's a podcast that's hosted by me, Kyle Sconowill, and him, Robbie Earle. Robbie, both you and I have finally ended our PlayStation 5 Search saga. We are finally on the other side of it. It feels so right. And because of that, because of this freedom, because of this spare time we now have, not refreshing internet pages, we can finally talk about one of our favorite video games, Miles Morales.
1: Yes. I'm, so we've, we've talked a decent amount uh, at various points about the first Spider-Man PS4 game that came out in 2018. Um, that was a game that I was really looking forward to for a long time. Um, that was one of the reasons that I got a PS4 when I did just because I knew I was going to want to play that as soon as it came out. Uh, you had kind of a different experience. You came to that game a bit later, right?
0: Right. And you know what? We say we've talked about it a little bit at this point. I'm kind of tired today. Why am I yawning?
1: What's <laughs> wrong with me?
0: I, you know what? I drink a lot of Diet Coke and uh-huh. a lot of water, but I don't drink coffee. And I swear, I just don't feel the effects of caffeine. What is it?
1: See, I really don't. But he, anyways, I'm tired. Well, by contrast, I'm sitting here with a, with a full Daredevil mug of uh, afternoon espresso. So we're, we're in different... <laughs> maybe we're in similar places, but I'm, <laughs> I'm actively treating my own... You're sedated.
0: <laughs> yeah. uh, well, I think for me, it's just the amount of energy I poured into Spider-Man Far From Home. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, uh, I love it so much, it takes a lot out of me. Anyways, I'm bringing it. Here we go. Woo! <laughs> Let's go. Let's do this. Um, yes. I have talked about the Spider-Man PS4 game almost at nauseam at this point. If you've listened to our previous episodes, you say we've kind of brought it up. That's the understatement of the year. That's fair. That's I brought fair. it up in every Spider-Man episode. I brought it up in every video game episode. I brought it up in the special Spider-Man video game episode. And <laughs> I brought it up anytime possible because I That's love true. And it that much. Fo- maybe one of my If people follow
1: favorite- us on Instagram, they've definitely seen a lot of it there as well.
0: Right. And so... I know a couple things, right? I'm aware of the fact that this is not a video game podcast. And I know that this is not specifically Marvel Cinematic Universe content, okay? But we thought it might be criminal of us if we didn't follow up with a review of this game because of how much we've talked about Spider-Man PS4. Exactly. So, yes, here we go. This is a review for anybody who wants to play Miles Morales. We're going to keep this spoiler-free. So... Hopefully this will just convince you to get into it, but Mm -hmm. it won't ruin anything for you. And then to answer your original question before that whole tangent, yes, (laughs) I got Spider-Man PS4 way after it came out. Well, actually not way after it came out, but all those kinds of games were still new to me. So I think I got it in like 2018, 2019, somewhere in there Okay, and fell, fell in love with it. Played it through completely, hundred percent complete, and all the DLC three times, mm-hmm. which is rare for me because you know I'm not a rewatcher or a replayer. Right. Um, and so I'm absolutely in love with the storyline, the gameplay, and all of that. And so I was very much at this point, as much as you, anticipating this Miles Morales game.
1: Right. And and I I would say I I did the same thing. I think I played two or three times and got a hundred percent basically each time and although people know that i am a replayer rewatcher a rereader um i don't know that i've ever hit that mark on even one playthrough of any other game which says a lot like i've gotten probably close like i've played a lot of games a lot like the arkham asylum games or like some of the uh elder scrolls games but i it says something one about how much i like spider-man obviously but also how great this game is that I've played that much of it without getting tired of it.
0: I'm getting a little bit of that same joy that I get from turning people onto the MCU with this Spider-Man game. I have a friend that I play Warzone, Call of Duty Warzone with, Mm -hmm. and uh, his internet went out for a while. And so he was like, I need to do something else. I was like, dude, try Spider-Man, and he's loving it. He just was in Martin Lee's office.
1: Oh he's nice. Like wondering
0: what's going on. I'm like, please keep me updated as you go through this because <laughs> I want to relive it through you. Okay. Miles Morales, Robbie. Yes. I guess let's just start with spoiler-free. What was your initial reaction? Do you want me to go first or do you want to go first? Um, you go first. Okay. Um, I loved it. <laughs> I would say there's only about two or three things that aren't an improvement over the first game. Okay. One. One and two are kind of tied, so it's like 1A, 1B. One (laughs) is that the game in general is just not as in-depth or as long as the first one, Mm -hmm. and the first game is not, like, crazy long, right? It's not like one of these massive Assassin's Creed games or something. So it's already not the longest game of all time, and then this game is significantly shorter. Sure. Now, the content that is in it is not compromised. There's ways that it improves over the first game, but... If you're looking for as in depth of a main story, which is my 1B or 2, however you want to call it, mm-hmm. the main story and the length of the game are still really really good, just not it doesn't feel like a full complete game. It's a little bit like somewhere in between like a DLC and a complete game. If sure. if there's like a happy medium there and I just was left wanting more of it, which is great, mm-hmm. but yeah, it could use a little bit more. And then the only other thing, so that's 1A or 1B or 1-2, however you want to call it. My only other thing that's not an improvement over the first game is just I love Peter Parker so much in the first game and the voice actor that plays him mm-hmm. and the quips. And we talk about that even relative to Tom Holland.
1: Oh, right. Um
0: and this game has some of that, and it's really, really fun. But obviously, I just a little bit miss that. That's not a knock on how Miles is voice acted. And I think they actually did a very good job of making Miles separate from Peter. Mm-hmm. But I can't deny that I still miss Peter at some points. Okay, pause. Robbie, let's have you respond to those three things before I get into everything I love about it, because I love it, but just before we lose track, you go there.
1: Okay, perfect, perfect. Um, So I think I'm pretty much in agreement with you on all of that. Um, I was having a conversation with a buddy of mine, and I think that this is something we should talk about too. He played the game on PS4 um, versus PS5. I feel like he was really kind of disappointed that he paid $50 for just the miles Morales game that he got on PS4. And I kind of get that. Um, I
0: absolutely get that. You
1: know what I mean? Like not, not because of the quality at all, but just because of the things you just said, like, I think I was okay with paying $70 for miles and the remastered Spider-Man game on PS5, because I think it being on PS5 was a big part of the draw, which is why you and I held off. Um, I do think on its own, I'm not, like, I I would think more in the realm of a, like, $35 kind of DLC price almost. Right. Um, But, yeah, I mean, other than that, I think, and, you know, part of it, Candace and I were actually talking about this. I think that, you know, this game became a big launch game. And, again, quality-wise, I think it's kind of the perfect introduction to the PS5. You can let me know if you disagree there. But, like, the graphics are so good. Stuff we'll talk about here in a second. But I do think that maybe the, the expectation that then sets of, like, I think a lot of people were thinking of this as the sequel to the Spider-Man game that came out in 2018. Well, even
0: from day one when they announced this, Robbie, both you and I were confused. Remember? Yeah. We were like, is this a DLC? Is it the same New York? And right. then we were like, well, Insomniac is saying it's a whole new game, uh, but... It just doesn't feel like the sequel. I I don't know. We were confused for sure. And that's why I think I just wanted to start there to say this game is unbelievable, but go into it with slightly different expectations, right? Like if you go into it knowing it's short and knowing it's not a full game, it's not a complete DLC, but it's not like a full new game. I think you can even enjoy it more. I I think think the only people I've heard that are let down are like your friend who right. went into it expecting this to almost be a sequel, and it's not, it's not, you can tell it's not like Insomniac's like big Spider-Man number two, if that makes right. sense.
1: Right, And I think that they've said that at times, but it's it's been kind of lost in some of the mixed messaging. Um, but I do think it's, you know, it's fair to say having played all the DLC associated with Spider-Man, this is more than that. Like this is considerably more right. than that. that's what I'm saying. Yeah, but <laughs> it's it right is. right in between yeah. those. It's less than a full-on sequel, but I think that's all that I would say. Um, otherwise, I think I'm I'm pretty much right on par with you. So maybe let's get into all the stuff that we love about this game, which is a lot.
0: Yeah, so I just I start there because I want you to have different expectations. Right. That being said, the game's amazing. Couple things. While I was playing, I tweeted the Miles Morales game has the greatest graphics I've ever seen. And I think I still stand by that. Now I know eventually those graphics will be supplanted by some other game. But I popped in another game, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, the other day, Mm -hmm. and I feel like as amazing as that looks, it still is a step down, especially in, like, the faces Mm -hmm. of Miles. Um, The setting of New York, it takes place at Uh wintertime, Christmas time, which is extra fun to be playing it at Christmas time. The snow and the visuals with the lighting and the ray tracing and the lighting how they can go from like a snowstorm to a sunset to all of that is like mind blowing. And especially when Miles is wearing a Spider-Man mask, it looks unbelievable. Whereas in the Spider-Man PS4 game, it still looks amazing, but you can like almost tell that it looks like a CGI mask. There are some mask cutscenes in the Miles game that I felt like looked almost realistic. It was so well done. So that's one thing.
1: Yeah, I I totally agree. I feel like even, like, you put the game in, and again, we can only kind of speak to PS5 here, but when you put the game in, it goes to this main menu of just miles on the subway. And even that, right. like, before you even get into the game, is like, holy cow, like, this is <laughs> this is the most realistic depiction I think I've ever seen in a video game. Uh, and then the crazy thing from then on is that you click, you know, to go to a new game or to continue game or whatever. And then you're there, like there is zero load time, which is just insane for a game that is this in depth graphically.
0: That legitimately transitioned perfectly into my second major point, which is what you said on the PlayStation five. If you're about to play with a PlayStation five, there is no load times. Now I had read that but I never really put together what that means. But like what Robbie is saying, what's crazy about this game is you open up the menu and when you hit start, he walks off the subway and you just start going. That's like the first scene. So it's not like you're on like a menu screen, like a title card, then it has to load up and change to the game. It's like he literally walks off the subway and you start. From that moment on, there's never a black screen. Even the way he transitions from his house to Mm -hmm. his suit is like a moving camera. They don't pause to, like, show that he's, like, like, has to load or that he's, like, traveling up to the top of his building. Right. Even fast travel goes in the subway and out the subway instantaneous. That part of it is, is crazy, and I underrated how much I was going to enjoy that. Uh-huh. Like, I was, I'm so used to, like, hitting next scene or dying and having to start over and pulling my phone out to like
1: check a text
0: or whatever. And a couple of times I did that and realized, oh my gosh, I'm dying from the boss again because I'm that (laughs) fast
1: back into the game. Right, I've had the exact same experience.
0: But it does help it feel more like a movie Mm -hmm. because you never have to like get pulled out of it. Right. It's really cool. Then the third thing that I think this game does very well and is an improvement over Spider-Man PS4 is the... It's not as long or as in-depth, right? But the actual side missions and the actual missions are more thought out. Mm -hmm. They're more distinct. It's not repetitive. They include some, like, little puzzles instead of it just being, hey, go here and do this. It's like each one has a little storyline with it. Mm -hmm. And I very much appreciate that because... Like we said, it's not long, but the content that is in there is extremely
1: quality. And even the puzzles themselves are different from the first game because I think, again, talking about kind of being pulled out, there are a lot of these little kind of computer puzzles where you're, like, connecting circuits and doing things like that, and and you're kind of on the screen (laughs) that Peter is looking at. And by contrast, in this game most of those kind of puzzle moments are you actually doing things as Spider-Man, if that makes sense. So it's not this like little... Which, by
0: the way, we want to add that the first puzzles he's talking about were both of our least fair parts
1: of the game, right? For sure, for sure. In the first game. Yeah. I love that because I feel like they... This is maybe my thought on this point in general. Um In every way that I can think of other than like just the nature of the game as, like, being shorter than a full-on sequel, I feel like they did improve. Like, they took every weakness that I had ever... And this is a game that we both think of as, like, almost flawless. And any little thing that we had ever talked about kind of bugging us, I feel like they have fixed. And then things that I didn't even know could be fixed, they have, if not fixed, just made more interesting or kind of livened up. And I think that that's... Really impressive, and just makes me really excited, like you said, for whatever a full-on sequel looks like.
0: Right, especially since we talked about the first game being flawless. right? (laughs) And yet they found ways to improve it, which is amazing. I think one of the biggest improvements they made in staying in that vein is my fourth point, which is that they really make Miles feel different than Peter.
1: Exactly, I was about to say that. Like, the way he
0: swings, the way he talks the way he fights his finishing moves yeah. you'll have to see it when you play it but he feels looser is the right. word you've actually used with me and it's in a good way i mean
1: yeah um, yeah it's it hard it feels to explain. more like free flowing exactly exactly it's hard to explain until you've actually played it because i feel like i saw some people trying to explain it on twitter before we had actually gotten the game um but you know, it's like I've—I think I've played every single Spider-Man game that has come out since 1999, <laughs> and you know, this whole kind of era of the the free world swinging around New York started with the Spider-Man 2 movie game that a lot of people still say is is kind of one of the better entries, um, and that was about as good as it got for a long time, and then the Spider-Man PS4 game 2018 kind of took that and obviously majorly revamped and and improved upon it. But still, like, it was playing as Peter, right? So, like, you could see where it was pulling from the same sort of classic Spider-Man movements. And that's what I think is so fun about this game in a way that's so different from any other of these games I've played is, yeah, like, it's not just the movement, which is very unique to Miles, but also just... The even even having a score that's so different and kind of like oh it's unbelievable it's so great and it's channeling some of the some of the stuff from End of the Spider Verse that I love a lot like e- they even bring in Jaden Smith who did one of the songs for the Spider Verse soundtrack but then they also have a track from Kid Cudi which is awesome and then John Pezzano's score which we've talked so much about how great the first game score is and. I love that he, he sort of effortlessly combines these elements of what I love from like the End of the Spider-Verse soundtrack and score with kind of the vibe that he created in that first game. And I don't know what I was expecting from him score-wise. I will, <laughs> I will say I was expecting a lot because I saw that um, a copy of that score went on sale on vinyl you know, before I'd even gotten the game and I just automatically pre-ordered it because I knew that I was going to love it.
0: Because <laughs> you're you. Because I mean, I'm me. No
1: uh, I have reason. the first one on vinyl. People don't know that and listen to it all the time whenever I'm working. Um, and, but yeah, I, I think we talked about that, how
0: underrated that is, but keep going, yes. Right,
1: right. And and this is just every bit as good. And if anything, it's just, I'm not saying it's better, but I think that it stands out how, how well- it's adapted to well, a new character
0: even that again yeah exactly it's 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 not maybe better but it's so specific to miles like When you start swinging as Peter Parker, it does that like cool like strings, Mm -hmm. and it's it's really great. I loved it. I'm not saying I don't love it, but to make Miles feel distinct, it's the coolest. Like I have a dope home theater system with a subwoofer, like a nice Uh sub, and like right when you start swinging, when it goes like boom, boom,
1: boom, 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 like
0: starts like this like hip hop beat. It's so dope. You feel. Totally like the coolest dude in the planet as you're swinging around. Right. <laughs> they really did a good job of making Miles feel dope and feel distinctly different. And that brings me to my fifth takeaway, which is that while the main story itself is not nearly as complex or nearly as in-depth, and it's mm-hmm. not on par with the first game, mainly because of the length, sure. but also because of all those different like complexities coming together that the right. first game does so well. It still is a genuinely emotional story where you feel for Miles and the side characters and you do have a connection with them. And mm-hmm. you still get like two to three, like chills inducing, like, chills-inducing, like for sure. I want to fight somebody moments. In fact, you might even get a few more of those kinds of moments than I got in the first game.
1: Yeah. Even totally. though the story's not as good. Well, and I There's I just was... a
0: couple things associated with his powers that really are dope visually and the music and it all just marries together into this like amazing moment.
1: <laughs> right. Which I'm glad you said that about his powers. Cause I almost forgot. I think anyone that is familiar at all with Miles Morales or has seen into the spider verse knows that he basically has Peter's power set plus this like venom, you know, electricity and the ability to turn invisible and the way that those are implemented into the the combat and the gameplay in general is so just flawlessly done. Like it's it's so natural, and it again it just makes it a totally different game and adds kind of a whole different level of strategy in in terms of how you approach certain combat situations. And it's so fun. Like it's just it's great because I think I came into this sort of like I was so. I was so into the original game, like you, like I'm such a, a big fan of the Peter Parker character that I was almost expecting this to be sort of a step down just because I have less history with the Miles character. But really, like, the other day I went back and played the remastered version again, and, it like, I start missing things about playing as Miles, even, like, as much as I love the original game, and this is not a dig at that at all. Like, I don't know if you if you felt similarly or if you've gotten a chance to go back and play the other one since playing miles, but it's pretty impressive whenever I'm so attached to that one for this to, to pull me in even beyond that.
0: Well, and regarding his powers specifically, I was afraid that you're just basically making like a bigger, better Spider-Man like, and then it kind of belittles Peter Parker and it doesn't at all. The game doesn't at all. Like if you were concerned about how could there be space for both of these people, like power wise, feel wise, story wise, they carve out a niche for Miles, and it's perfect. You don't need to feel threatened. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> play it, and you will enjoy it still, and you won't feel like oh man, bummer, Peter Parker.
1: And coming Trust from me. you, that means a lot, actually.
0: Well, I know, and I'm I'm in a total agreement with you that like I was kind of like eh, about it because again, it's threatening Peter Parker, mm-hmm. but then. I left feeling like, Oh, there's going to be things I miss about not playing as miles. Right. (laughs) For sure.
1: One last thing I wanted to touch on, um, is there is a, for uh, specifically for fans of end of the spider verse. Um, there are two kind of suit modifications that basically put you into the mode of playing as though you're into the end of the spider verse movie. Um, And so the animation style changes a bit. It's kind of hard to describe, but it's so cool. It's not something that I always use, but it's such a fun thing because whenever I saw that advertised, I was, again, like a little skeptical of how well they would be able to do that. But it's crazy. I mean, it's like it captures the feel of that movie so perfectly. And I feel like the animation style in that movie is a huge part of why it was as successful as it was because it's just so unique and so cool. And so to be able to swing around one in that costume, but two where it's like that unique style. And then three, where like whenever you punch someone, it'll be the big like pal sign that comes across the screen. It's just such a fun little added yeah. quirk. You know, it's like it's not like a core massive improvement, but it's just kind of a fun fan servicey thing that I appreciate them throwing in there.
0: No doubt. It is wild looking. I couldn't play the whole game on it, like you said, but it is fun to see for a while. Um, My last two things, if I can, is that I would say, just quickly, this game really gets me excited for the second Spider-Man. I am envisioning all the places they could go as a sequel for the first one, and this Mm -hmm. game does not do anything but advance that, that longing. So I cannot wait for there to be another one <laughs> and to revisit this world and all the things they could do and how much, if this already looks this good, can you imagine if they have time to like, yeah, they Gosh. could make it look and feel so unbelievable and so complex in the next, in the next story and I can't wait. And the last yeah. thing I would say, not the most important thing, but just briefly, is that Miles has very much a similar feel to Tom Holland in that We always talk Mm. about how Tom is kind of young and, like, a little more awkward. Like, oh, don't do that. What? Oh. That's exactly how Uh they portray Miles in this, which is funny because I miss the Peter Parker thing. But, again, when I say the Peter Parker thing, I'm meaning, like, 28-year-old Peter Parker who's confident. He's gone through some life. He's already, like, developed as the superhero that we know. And, like, nothing phases him. Right. And it's interesting because... Miles, you don't get that from Miles in this game. But you get a very, like, Tom Holland feeling Miles. And I just thought that was interesting. So, obviously, like, the MCU and Miles are trying to capture what a young Spider-Man looks like. Right. If that makes sense. I know that's not that important of a detail. But it just struck me, like, he's got a lot of similar mannerisms to Tom Holland Spider-Man. Right. Well, it Because they're young, you... I think.
1: Right. I mean, it, it gives you that that kind of balance of having to sneak in and out of a house with parents and keep your identity. And that's kind of stuff that we didn't get at all from Peter in the first PS4 game. But yeah, we get a lot of uh, in like Homecoming, for instance. We talked about this. I think it it raises a lot of questions because, you know, in Homecoming, they introduce Aaron Davis um, without making a big deal about it. But that's who Donald Glover plays there, which sort of, is it's either kind of a wink to the camera or it's saying, you know, there's a chance that miles could come into this universe at some point. I think that how they do that is, is going to have to be really unique uh, because they have taught, they have drawn so much from Brian Michael Bendis's miles Morales character and how they've, they've portrayed Tom Holland, Spider-Man, like, the version of Midtown High that Peter goes to in Homecoming is clearly based on Brooklyn Visions, um, where Miles goes in the comics and in this game. And, like, Ned in the Homecoming movie and Far From Home movie is so clearly based on Genki, who is Miles' best friend in the comics and then in this game. And so I think it's just it, – you see how well it works – Um, when you get to have the grown-up Peter and the younger Miles in the video game universe. I I know that Miles is now becoming constantly a more and more popular character. I'm really curious to see if Sony leaves him kind of as this video game slash into the Spider-Verse character, or if we do see Marvel and or Sony try to get him into the MCU at some point.
0: No doubt. It'll be interesting to see for sure. Okay, so that's our review of the Miles Morales game. If you want to go play it, we couldn't recommend it strongly enough as long as you go in with the correct expectations regarding the length and the main story. Other than that, go in with the right expectations and freaking love it. I think you will (laughs) really enjoy it and have a ton of fun. Robbie, a Thursday episode. I could get used to this a little bit. Kind of fun. It's Kind of fun little quick. Yeah.
1: yeah. You know, you, you might bad. start a little tired, but by the end, you're nice and energized, get you through to the end of the you week. You know what?
0: This podcast brings me up in energy, and then right when I'm ending it, I get so tired again because I put so much energy <laughs> into it, which I love. So right. I'll crash here in about a second. There you go. As always, hit us up on social media at the FFW Podcast. And don't forget to follow and subscribe to our podcast wherever podcasts are found, Friends From Work. You can search that. And you'll be able to find it. And guys, next Monday we are covering Legends, the new show on Disney Plus, which is actually referencing Wanda and Vision. And so we can't wait to talk about what is kind of new content and then get ready for Wanda Vision episode one the week after. So thanks Woo. so much for joining us. We're pumped about where we're going. Stay in touch, and we'll see you on Monday on Friends from Work.